For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Welcome to this episode of the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast. Today is super special. We've got one of my very good friends on as a guest, the fabulous Claire Quirk, who now lives in Colombia, but is originally from Glasgow, which you'll figure out yourself as soon as you hear her accent. In terms of what Claire does, I'm going to let her introduce herself. So go for it, Claire. Tell us a bit about what you do. Hello there, Jude, and hello to everybody. Thanks so much for having me on today. So as you said, I'm originally from Glasgow, now living out in Colombia. And I have two businesses, actually. So I run an ayahuasca retreat business that operates in Spain and Colombia. And my second business, I'm a spiritual and intuitive business mentor. So what I do is I work with the the heart-based coaches, the spiritual coaches, energetic coaches, transformation coaches. So this is my my area of expertise and I support them in creating a six-figure business by developing their business and by learning how to deliver profound transformations for their clients as well. So that is me and my work in a nutshell. So Claire and I connected because naturally we have a similar way of working from a mindset point of view, but also connected because we both know that actually when our mindset's in the best possible place, then results come and they follow every single time and we connect when do you know what if something's not going well we'll connect but we've definitely discovered after talking to each other that if something's not going well in business it's probably because our mindset's not in alignment with that so Claire's somebody who w- was perfectly pitched and again somebody who I had in mind when I when I started this podcast as somebody I wanted to talk to and get on to talk about 
her experience of law of attraction. So tell me how you found out about law of attraction or what was your first experience or how did you hear about it in manifestation? I feel it's something I had heard about for, for decades actually and I'd remember years and years ago like like you were saying yourself reading The Secret for example all these types of things um, but in my journey because you know I really trans like yourself Jude you know I really transformed my life you know from having the mental health problems the addictions etc all this type of thing so I went into doing my own personal healing first and foremost, started to, you know, listen to the podcast, read the books, all this type of thing. And so my awareness of it really, really expanded over the years. But I guess a good number of years ago, a lot of what I was really focusing on was developing faith. I'm a very spiritual person. I'm, I'm very attached to, to source. And this is the realm that we're working in, obviously, when we're talking about manifestation, isn't it? So I guess it's just been a, a continual journey of, of understanding that, that everything that is sent to us in life um, is in accordance with our highest good, but that, of course, everything is energy. So we can affect everything that we are tr attracting towards us by doing our own energetic work, by getting ourselves into alignment. And um, because then we're going to attract all of these positive experiences straight back to us. And over the years, I've just seen countless examples of it, obviously. Claire can't see me at the moment just because of the way the, the internet is, but I'm smiling from ear to ear as Claire talks because and you'll start to notice this yourself when you work through law of attraction and manifestation is when you speak to someone who's like-minded, that connection just feels really powerful because you're speaking to somebody who completely resonates with stuff that somebody else just may not get. And one thing that I would love you to go a bit deeper on, Claire, is because I feel like, you know, that, that, that bit where you said, you know, I struggled with addiction, you've glossed over it. Because I'm sure, obviously, you, you didn't want to then get straight into that. But I would love you to just share, like, what rock bottom was for you. Because the way you've turned your mindset around, as well as your life, is huge. Like, that is going from complete rock bottom to transformational. So would you mind sharing a little bit more about how low you got to obviously is where, where we see you now. No, not at all. And, and, you know, I love telling this story because I think it's so powerful we share our stories because it really helps other people. It gives so much hope, doesn't it? And, it, you know, it just, I guess, it stemmed... I do a lot of work with empowerment, you know, transforming from this disempowered empath as to, to what I was to the empowered empath. And um, I was always very highly sensitive, highly feeling child. When you are very highly sensitive and highly feeling, it's very, very confusing. But us people are naturally very receptive and perceptive to energy. So it actually becomes our gift eventually because then we can start to understand how we can harness this powerful energy and, for example, to, to manifest, yeah? But um, because I always lived in such a disempowered state, it was a real struggle for me life because... I was so highly sensitive that, say, for example, if I spent time with somebody, I went into a room and somebody was feeling awkward or anxious, I would instantly start to feel that as well. So I could never separate between whose feelings were whose. And life 
was always so very confusing for me because of that. And when you're such a highly sensitive person, it's the, the case with most addicts, they're actually highly empathic people, very sensitive people. And because we don't have good coping mechanisms and coping skills, one of the things that really successfully blocks out this extra feeling is drinking drugs. So many of us end up on the path of addiction. I remember it started even in, in my teenage years. I would go and steal my mum's Bacardi before I would get into school for my exams to give myself more confidence because I, I was al always somebody, I was very unconfident myself and very paranoid, always thought people were watching me, looking at me. I, I found it difficult to eat in front of people. I always thought people were focused on me and I always felt so awkward. <clears throat> and um, the alcohol and and. The, the drugs, you know, really gave me this this confidence and really helped me to block out all the, the kind of trauma that I had experienced over the over the years that I, I didn't have the tools to, to deal with. And I ended up, you're talking about 12, 15 years with addictions, alcohol, like drinking, you know, a couple of bottles of wine a day. And then it got really chronic. I actually trained as a psychology lecturer, lecturing adults. I would be drinking before I'd begin and teaching my students about stress coping mechanisms, anxiety, depression. It was mental. A, a really, really chronic Valium addiction. I'd buy a tubby 1,000 Valium for like 250 quid. I'd just swallow handfuls of them. I'd, I'd develop such a tolerance and I had to withdraw Jesus. from them twice over the years, which was chronic. Like withdrawal is, is really, really chronic, so it is. And, um, do you know, I, I lived like that and I suffered with all the mental health problems, anxiety, the depression. I had a nervous breakdown, I had drug-induced psychosis, like I was completely mental, so I was. Then I had just decided, I'm 41 now, so when I'd, you know, about 10 years ago or so, I was like, I just did a massive realisation, because I had a massive victim mentality as well, as addicts do, and the realisation came to me that nobody else is going to can come and help me. I need to start taking risk. I'm the only one that can change because I was mega suicidal and stuff as well. And I decided to change. And luckily, one of the things about me, I've always had a very strong will. And I actually went cold turkey off the drink and the drugs, which was obviously very, very difficult. And at times I'd be chapping at the bit and pacing the floor, just trying to muster up all the will not to drink or take anything. And um, then I just went on this path of, I was like, right, what am I going to do instead? And I was like, right, I'll meditate, I'll start reading the books and blah, 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 all this type of thing. And then it was a little bit after, a good couple of months into that routine, I got gifted with my spiritual awakening that I saw as my, my gift, my reward from divinity for making the commitment to change my life and it was just such a beautiful process to go through it was it was really mental actually because i didn't i thought i didn't believe in anything like this i'd turn my back in god didn't believe in anything spiritual at all i was one of these really ignorant people you know really really unaware 
And when I started to get this spiritual awakening and it started to come through so fast and that's the thing when you're in the awakening path you go through spiritual growth spurts and when it first comes it's like extreme and I was like what's all these wild things happening to me for? Um, you know, I got all the number sequences on repeat and I actually had to Google it. I was like Googling like what's happening to me and then I started to understand and I was like oh my gosh and um, it's just been a beautiful path ever since you know my life has really um, unfolded and well look at where I, where I am now in life compared to, to where I was um, and it's you know as, as obviously we're just normal people life's difficult even though we're coaches yeah we have our difficult times our tricky times and stuff as well etc it's just that's just life it's par for the course but you start to come from this space where you understand that everything happens to you for a reason you really embody that at a pure soul level and uh, now I'm just so blessed for everything that I've been through because you know it's enabled me to develop my skill as a coach to help other people because I've got this profound knowing of pain of trauma but of transcendence as well so this is how I utilize this to support other people so now I see this as as light workers, you know, as spiritual workers, we get gifted these really difficult paths in life to overcome and to transcend so that we can help other people to awaken as well. So it's it's very beautiful. Oh my God, I've got goosebumps. And I'm going to put the, your Instagram link um, on the show notes um, so that A, people can find out more about you, but my God, just so that they can see that from where you've been to now, you live in flipping paradise. Like, Claire's got monkeys in her backyard, people. Like, she's got actual monkeys in her backyard. She lives in paradise. And to go from where you've been to now, you know, running a retreat business remotely to um, to setting it up successfully to now having the the coaching business that you do, but working so intuitively. Like, I get goosebumps when you tell me your story every single time because that doesn't happen for everyone. You know, that light that came to you really doesn't happen for everyone. And sometimes we have to kind of carve it and and search for it ourselves. So we know that the path of enlightenment got you to where you are now. But tell me a little bit about just, you know, on a, a monthly, yearly basis, how do you incorporate law of attraction and what do you believe you've attracted in through having the right mindset like give me some key examples I love playing with this because because I think a lot of the time see when people think about law of attraction and they're like oh money money <laughs> and of course I, I have man yeah. I have manifested yeah. multiple um six figures in my businesses you're doing pretty well for yourself <laughs> I've, I've manifested uh, the, the money, the, all this type of thing, but I'll give you some beautiful wee examples. And this is what I think it's lovely to, to show people how to start off as well. Um, I was actually in one of my group programs, because as well as working with coaches, I do um, group programs to help people to overcome trauma and to open up spiritually. So I was teaching them actually on manifestation and law of attraction. So I was recording my, my teachings for it. And I was saying to the group, 
I said, um, so say, for example, you start manifesting money and I was explaining to them because the, the thing about manifestation is it's different from wishful thinking. And this is where people get it wrong, isn't it, Jude? They're like, I'm just going to sit here <laughs> yeah, and, and, totally. and wishfully think and do bugger all type of thing. But of course, we know because of the 12 divine laws, <laughs> one of them being the law of a uh, divine law of inspired action, we also have to take action. But I'll give you a lovely example. So I was saying to them, so if you are manifesting money, the important thing is you obviously have to get your, your mind and your heart in coherence. And you have to act from a space of belief. And this is why, you know, I've been on a big journey over the years of developing faith, developing faith in God, source, divinity, whatever you want to call it. It's all consciousness. It's all one and the same. So really developing that faith and knowing that spirit's always trying to talk to us, spirit is always trying to commune with us. But the thing is, not everybody knows how to listen. And it's actually opening yourself up to receive. And this is why a lot of people can't manifest or can't create the lives that they want. They're blocked to receiving because their core wounding obviously is telling them that they are unworthy they are not good enough to receive and this is why the work that you do is so important because it's helping them to unlock this within their, their subconscious so i was saying to them so once you do this blah, blah 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 this is how you manifest and i was teaching it out and i says and then what you'll find is all of a sudden you'll just find like for example a 20 pound note on the floor okay so that was my teaching yeah the very next day I was in my apartment building, I was living in Mexico, this is just um, a few months back, I was walking past and I seen it was a 500 peso note, which is the equivalent of a 20 pound note. And I was like, oh, and I was like, thank you. I was like, this is off the back of what I was teaching out yesterday. This is spirit telling me that, that they're always listening to me. They're always watching me. They're always loving me, guiding me, supporting yeah. me. So obviously I picked up this, this equivalent of a 20 pound note and I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I went upstairs and something later on that night told me, it's like, Claire, go and look at the note. Take a closer look. And I've got a wee photo of this note here, right? So I looked at it and it says, it's in Spanish. It says, el abrazo del amor del universo, la tierra, yo, Diego, el señor. Okay, it's basically saying the, the hug, the loving hug of the universe, you know, this is the earth is yours. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I was like, that is so beautiful. And uh, I want to give you this other example because I love this one as well. I developed a really strong connection with Archangel Michael a number of years ago because I was at a point in my life I felt so lost. I, I, I was like, I, I need help and, and I called to spirit for help. I was walking to the metro station that day and I just seen this poster up and I was in Colombia at the time and it was for a talk on Archangel Michael and I hadn't connected with, with angels before but I knew that sign was for me and I went to this talk and I just was there for the three hours with just tears pouring out of my eyes but it was tears of surrender, it was tears of beauty, it was tears of opening up my heart and I went through a, a major heart chakra opening after that it was so beautiful and uh, just recently I was talking to one of my clients actually about connecting with with um, with source with spirit and I was thinking I was like I've not done I've not done a, a focus a, a guidance with Archangel Michael for ages so I dropped into my wee meditation 
I was sitting there and I was like, I'm going to ask for a sign. And I was thinking, I was like, what sign will I ask for? And I'm like, rainbows, clear, because this is the sign, because I was getting rainbows coming through all the time then, right? And I was like, rainbows is the sign for Archangel Michael. I was like, okay. I was like, I asked for a, a, a rainbow sign. Later on that night, I jumped on my Insta, and one of my Insta pals had put a photo up with a quadruple rainbow. I was just like, oh my days. Wow. And off the back of that, see for about the past, that must have only been about a month ago or something then, I was getting sent the rainbow signs numerous times every day in places you wouldn't even expect to see them. And I saw one in a tree. It was reflected off a, a, a swimming pool, oh so it would. I was just, my mind was blown. And this is the beautiful thing. And this is how manifestation works because it's spirit. When we are attached to spirit, we're attached to source, we're able to manifest, you know? And you can start by asking for those little signs mm -hmm. and then work up from there, you know? Because everybody yeah. always wants to start, they're like, let's manifest tons of money in a nice new car. And, <laughs> and I think there's definitely one of the books, and I've probably said this in one of the podcasts, where it does say like, manifest a car park in space because you've got no resistance to a car park in space so it's something little that the universe can deliver to you that you have no resistance to so you're open to it and then you can build on it so they're not asking you to ask for something small just because it's easy they're asking you to ask something small because you can accept something small and then you build on it you build on it, and then you start to look for all the little signs all the little signs that are little almost little markers on the pathway that you should be on like I mean god I could listen to you for hours talking about it and I know like any call that Claire and I have we always end up talking about something spiritual because there's, there's very few people get it I mean there's I think I only know Claire who has it on the level that she has um because of everything that you've experienced but also the work that you do you know the the, the ayahuasca retreats that you know you work on that's a that's a hell of a lot to do with with connecting with souls to understand your your path and how far you've come on the journey etc and I do hope that people can hear all the lovely things that I'm hearing which is can I hear the monkeys in the background or is it the birds both yeah <laughs> it's beautiful <laughs> oh my god it genuinely sounds like paradise it sounds like a tropical paradise and I do hope that comes through um on your mic because it sounds amazing like you must have manifested surroundings like you have now because because you talk so spiritually and you've now got I mean you know that the the the, the the, the house that you're living in now, and I don't even know if you re realized that you manifested this, but I know because you told me, you were living in Mexico and then it shut down and then you got stuck in Mexico, but you stayed there because you thought, oh, well, it's, you know, it's fine. The restrictions, they didn't have that many restrictions. It felt comfortable. Um, and then when you got the first chance to go back to Colombia and you went back and you realized that's where your heart lived. Sorry, I'm telling you a story. I'm telling it because I'm going to give you the chance to say the next bit. And then you went back and you realized that your heart was open and you, that's where you should be. Then at the same time, you started talking to somebody, an old friend who was living there who said he needed somebody to look after his house. Like, come on, that was divine timing, was it not? And that's the thing, because it's having the faith to follow your intuition and follow guidance, even if it doesn't make sense. And this happened when I was living in Colombia, when I first brought my retreat business over to Spain. 
And oh, it's eleven eleven. I just looked there. Um, so when I first brought my business to to or was bringing it to Spain, there was massive things that could have went wrong. Um, I could have bankrupted myself. Um, there could there could have been so many problems and issues and so many different levels. But I was getting such a strong calling for source because I knew the people in Europe as well needed the, this healing medicine, and that a lot of them would be not up for travelling to Colombia because a lot of people have, you know, these weird beliefs about Colombia, what it's like, and it's nothing like that at all. But anyhow, I followed it, even though it was a massive, massive risk, I had such a strong feeling in my whole entire body that it's what I had to do, and I did it. And against all odds, and it just turned into to a massive, massive success, you know, and now we've so many people through the doors each year there that are able to get the healing of this, this beautiful medicine. And that's how I ended up staying in Colombia in the first place, because I was going to move to Costa Rica. I was in Peru, but as soon as I went to Colombia, oh it just... <laughs> I just felt it in my body and I was like, this is where I belong. I belong here and my heart belongs in, in Colombia. So I ended up staying out there three years initially, three and a half years and carving out a, a lovely life for myself and everything really unfolded for me so easily. And this is when you know you're on the path of it and happens so easily. So when I came back here for a wee holiday in October, um, I wasn't really sure I was going to move back. I didn't have the intention to move back here, but everything started unfolding in my path. All these people that I started to meet that were like offering me so many different things and just making it so easy for me to create a life there. And my friend, I, he's got this beautiful house that he was going to be renting out for double the price, so he was. But he's like, Claire, he says, I'd much rather you were in my house while I'm away over in America rather than having some other person in it. And everything just unfolded and I'm like that's me I, I just go back and I'm like right folks I'm moving back to Colombia <laughs> just after you'd learned Spanish and can I just point out when you read out what was on that currency that you're very sexy as Spanish Claire by the way did you know that <laughs> thanks <laughs> Don't ever let that go to waste after you spent so long learning it. Okay, do you know what? It's been an absolute pleasure to have Claire on. And I know for a fine fact that I will get a lot of great feedback from this episode. And just like I've warmed to you and other people will. And I will, you know, Claire might become a regular. She'll probably, I'll probably get her on once every six months just so she can tell you about... um, what a journey's like because there is always something amazing going on in Claire's life um, that she has managed to to manifest by by connecting with with the divine spirit. So thank you, Claire, so much for coming on and sharing your story and being vulnerable enough to go as deep as you have, but also for 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 sharing with us that that spiritual awakening that you have. So go and check Claire out um, on her Instagram page and on her socials, which I will put on the link in the show notes. So thank you very much, Claire. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure.
Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Don't. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit Don't coaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes.